BDR's Prime Resources Podcast is dedicated to providing you with the knowledge you need to help your business achieve prime results, with prime being the most flourishing stage or state. Let's do this. Welcome to the Prime Resources Podcast. I'm Matt MacArthur, BDR's Director of Training. Today, our topic is how to organize a team building event. Joining us today are Allison Corcus and Francis Robinson, BDR event coordinators. Allison and Francis, welcome to the podcast. Hey, Matt. We're excited. Uh, I am excited as well. Looking forward to this conversation. And I think before we get too far into it, it'd be nice to have each of you introduce yourselves. So I'll start with uh, Francis. If you could just tell us a little bit about your background in events and what you do for BDR. Absolutely. So I am the event coordinator here at BDR. Um, Some of my background consists of working in hotels. I've done sales manager, let's see, food and beverage, as well as front desk. So I have a lot of different events background, more so on the execution side, and then working on executing and creating events here at BDR. Okay. Thank you. Allison? Yes, absolutely. So Uh, My experience, I have been in the event planning world for a little over 10 years. Um, I've done a degree thing from planning slot tournaments in Las Vegas to um, running conferences at Disney World to up um, in Bellevue at our local uh, convention center over here in the state of Washington. And now I have the pleasure of running events um, with Francis here at BDR um, as one of our event coordinators as well. Excellent. Well, both of you have tons of experience in the events world. Before you joined BDR, and and BDR puts on a lot of events, uh, our business planning workshops that are virtual. We have in-person events, lots of internal events as well. So I have the right experts with me today for our discussion on how to organize a team building event. So uh, let's get started. And uh, my first question I will give to Allison. Allison, can you just tell us, you know, what kind of events events can we use for team building in a company? Absolutely, Matt. So um, what can't you use as events for team building, right? So really, it's going to be anything that requires teamwork and collaboration um, with your attendees, with your staff members. Um, this could be as simple as, you know, a company picnic barbecue to a scavenger hunt to booking an escape room, to maybe um, you're doing a charity event. There's tons of companies out there right now who are doing virtual and in-person team building events like building bikes and donating them. Um, Some really cool ideas out there. Um, But for this podcast today, Francis and I are really going to focus in um, on the company picnic example. Um, We feel like it's the best um, team building that anyone could really do. Uh, I like that. I think that's a really good fit for our audience of uh, contractors that uh, many of them probably have a company picnic that maybe they can find some new ways to improve it or maybe they haven't done one yet and this will give them the tools to get started. I liked a couple things you said about why we want to have these kind of events that it's an opportunity for teamwork and collaboration and really just to come together as a group. So I think that's a good start as we uh, go through our discussion today. Let's build on that. And uh, maybe, Francis, you can jump in here of 
Tell me more about the importance of having these kind of events uh, in a company and what they can do. Absolutely. So these events really show appreciation for your team members and how hard they work. Uh, this kind of gives back to them as well as building team morale. Um, it really helps them get connected and network with each other, get to know all the departments, um, and then it, it goes back to the office as well. I like that. One, one thing that uh, one of BDR's founders, Barry Burnett, used to say is that uh, people want to be part of something. And, you know, sometimes we get caught up, I think, in the day-to-day the -day of, of doing the job. Having these kind of special events makes us feel part of something special and bigger. So I, I love that idea and build the appreciation and grow the morale of the team. Great reasons to have these events and because there are a lot of work to put on, as you two well know, there's a lot that goes into these things, uh, which we'll get to. So uh, I'll throw this out here, and, and either one of you can pick this up. Uh, so we're going to talk about company picnics. What would be the starting point uh, when we're planning a company picnic? Um, of course. Okay, so I think we kind of need to go backwards a little bit. Um, so Glow Global Events, Glow Global Events. Uh, recently shared the six A's to planning an event, which works great here when breaking it down to simplifying the aspects of an event. So our first day is anticipation. So you want to be able to plan ahead to avoid last minute surprises, issues, prepare for those contingencies. Um, you want to think about the arrival. You want to make sure that everyone feels welcome when they arrive. Do you have signage, things like that, which we'll deep dive a little bit more into those details later on atmosphere. You want to set the tone for your event. Decorations, lighting, things like that. Appetite. Provide food and beverage that makes sense to your attendees. Um, activities. You want to make sure there's things to do. And then our last A is amenities. So did you remember um, different things like chairs, prizes, and cups? So thinking of these six A's, you kind of want to establish your goals. Your goals may be as simple as, do you have a financial requirement for producing your event? Do you have a budget in mind? Is it a price per person? And then you also really wanna establish what is it that you wanna see as a result of your event? How are you going to measure the success? You can't necessarily throw a great event if you don't know what it is that you are working for. So what does that measuring look like? Is it gonna be lasting loyalty? Is it, are the families invited to your company picnic? Is it making sure that your employees get some good family time? Is it just a break away from the office? Is it a reward for hard work? Um, any one of these things could be how you are gonna measure um, the success of your event, but it's really important that you establish some goals. Okay, well, this is classic BDR stuff here. If we're gonna do something, we gotta have a plan. So, you know, we do, business planning at our profit launch events. And it really sounds like there's a lot of uh, parallels here with uh, in the event world, uh, having a plan, a budget, just like we, we do in our business plan, have our goals. And I, I like those, uh, those goals. Uh, maybe we can talk about that a little bit more and go more in depth on the goals. You gave a few examples of that. Is there maybe a BDR example of an event that you two have helped put together for our team that you could tell us what, what the goal we were trying to achieve was there? Our goal really is to create a networking experience 
for our clients, for our coaches, to get them really kind of connected and keep that family feel, which really also goes out to anyone listening to the podcast. You want to keep that family connection kind of between your team members, as well as networking and getting everyone to work together. Yeah, well, I think you said a lot of important stuff there because in the world now where we have remote work and you may not see all your coworkers in person, maybe it's only at a, at, a, at a special event that the company brings everybody together and you can do that networking that goes beyond just seeing somebody on a screen or building that family feel, that feeling that everyone is belonging to something. Uh, I know that's what we strive for here at BDR because we're spread all across the country and there's there's certain times of the year where we come together, all of us in person, and it's a huge deal. And and you two are at the center of of those things and the goals that we set and the budgets and everything. So I like the goals. What about measuring success? How do we go about doing that? Is there a survey we take at the end or do we know we, we ask people, what did you think? Or we see it in their performance. What kind of things do you two see as, as measures of success or for a great event? Uh, we ask for feedback. Um, we ask for surveys, performance on how the event went. Mainly it's just the feedback of what went well. We love to see the celebration. What can we improve on? Yeah, and I, maybe I'm jumping ahead here, but I think these are questions that may be coming to mind. And Allison, before we move on to our, our next thought here, I really like those six A's that you went through. And I missed one as you were reading them. Would you mind just recapping those? Absolutely. So we have anticipation. So we're planning ahead to avoid last minute surprises, issues. We've got arrival. We're making sure everyone feels welcome when they arrive. We're setting the atmosphere. We want to make sure the tone of the event is clear. Appetite. We want to make sure that we are feeding those hungry bellies. Activities. We want to make sure that there are some things to do. And then lastly, we are doing amenities. So did you remember like chairs, prizes, things like that? Cool. The one I missed was appetite which is not like me because usually uh, that's one of the things I love about our events is the food. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> anyway, let, let's, uh, let's keep going here. So just like classic BDR, as I said, if we're going to do an event, well, we should have a plan just like we do with other things in our business. Who should be involved in that kind of planning for the event and, and why? We would need stakeholders involved. A definition for stakeholder from Event Industry Council says it's defined as a person or organization that has an impact on the event or are affected by the event. So stakeholders really can include anyone who's involved in the event, who usually benefits. This would be an owner, team members, who is attending the events. This would be team members or families, um, really anyone that comes to the event. And then there's a way to set up stakeholders, which is to establish an ad hoc committee. Ad hoc is a committee that comes together just to set up the event and then goes back to their regular everyday roles. Uh, This could really be set up with any type of manager, office manager, dispatcher, kind of anyone within the company who wants to help set up the event. 
Uh, some of these roles could include someone who works directly with the venue, setting up the contract. Uh, we have games or someone who sets up the activities. We also have someone who makes, say, a company slideshow, sets up AV. And then we also have someone who would work with food and beverage. And they would kind of set up the whole barbecue and decide what the menu would be. So lots of different options. Yeah, I think that's smart having the committee because a lot of folks listening to this podcast, they they may be thinking, okay, well, I don't have an amazing two-person events team like BDR does. And so they're going to need the committee, you know, to get multiple people involved to help out and do some of the things that are necessary. And you mentioned stakeholders. You know, I think if for the non-owners that might be listening to this episode, you want to keep your owner in the loop on these things, especially probably the budget. They're going to be very interested in that and, and the goals. And so that's going to be an important stakeholder to make sure is on board and you're helping to execute the vision they may have uh, on an event. Anything you two would add to those thoughts? Uh, once you just you get your ad hoc committee created and you you got kind of established all of those roles, um, that's when we can really start deep diving into the other aspects of planning the event. Okay, cool. And it gives everyone a, a voice and, and avoids the situation where you might be, you don't want to plan an event that nobody's excited about, you know, or, or is not what anybody wants. And so having that committee and the voices from other people and other stakeholders is huge, I think, for uh, having a, a great event. So let's uh, let's do a deeper dive, Allison, on the budget. So if we're setting up a picnic as our event, what are some things we need to include in the budget? Anything and everything, Matt. So we are going to include the venue. I mean, if we're talking about a company picnic, it's possible there's no cost to your venue, right? Maybe you're at a public park, but maybe you've found somewhere a little bit different. Maybe there's a space cost. So you want to look into that, make sure that cost is in there. You want to think about your food and your drinks. Um, you want to maybe budget that out, kind of decide what your menu is going to be. Or maybe you just establish a price per person point there. If you're going to do alcohol, if you're in a setting where alcohol is allowed, um, you need to make sure, do you, have a, do you need a permit? Is there a cost to that permit? Uh, you want to be able to research that. Just say you're on a field, it's a company picnic, you're barbecuing, it's going to be a great time. Do you have chairs? Do you need to rent chairs? Do you need to rent tables? You might show up and find out that all of the public seating is taken since it's maybe it's a beautiful day outside. So you want to make sure that um, you're taking into account any rentals you may need. Um, you want to think about the games you're going to play. Um, these team building games, maybe it's cornhole. Uh, do you need to buy anything? Do you need to rent anything? Uh, you want to think about your prizes. What's your budget for prizes? Do you have a big budget, a little budget? Do you want to give out any company swag? Those are some great things that everyone always loves. Maybe you want to give out a backpack, a tumbler, anything like that. Again, AV. Um, is someone purchasing music? Do you need speakers? Do you need to get a projector and screen in the area to present a slideshow? Um, do you need power? Uh, and then miscellaneous supplies such as like tablecloths, food pans. How are you serving this food? Um, do you need to buy some sternos, the little things that you light on fire to keep your food hot? Do you have forks and knives? Anything like that. And then again, how far 
is your venue from your destination? Do you need to provide transportation? Are you serving alcohol? Do you need to provide some Ubers? Um, just different things to think about. And then it's always good to throw some money into a contingency. You know, is it gonna rain? How much would a backup venue cost if you have to potentially change venues altogether or could you move the date? Maybe you need to purchase a pop-up canopy really fast. Um, and so just putting together a little bit of money um, on the side is going to help protect your overall budget and make sure you're not going over. Okay, boy, a, a lot to think about. As you were going through the that list of things to consider in the budget, it was it was taking my mind back to some of the BDR events that we've had in the past and some of the things that we've done. And I, I remember one, we were at a, a public park and it rained that day. I mean, it was like uh, a heavy rain and we were all huddled underneath the, the one shelter that we had. It ended up being kind of fun because uh, there were a couple of brave souls that were willing to go out in the rain and some kids that were there. And, and so <laughs> uh, it ended up being kind of a, a fun time getting wet. And some other ones I remember, and I'm thinking, too, people might be listening to this, depending on the size of their company. You know, I remember also that BDR in earlier days when the company was smaller, the, the internal team did a lot of this stuff. We didn't hire out a, a special venue, you know, we would go to a public park and have like a barbecue and, and team members would do some of the barbecuing and, and, and it was kept the budget down. As the company's gotten bigger, we've been able to do bigger events and go to, to different places and, and have different kind of investments that have made for bigger events, bigger budgets. So I think it's important to just remember wherever you are, whether you're a small company, a large company, figure out what you've got to spend and then start breaking it down in some of these categories that uh, Allison uh, provided us with. So one of the items on the budget that you mentioned was the venue. It might even have been the first one. Francis, what, if we're going to go somewhere with where we're going to a venue, what do we need to think about in that case? Absolutely. So some examples of venues for a company picnic would be like choosing a field or a park nearby. Uh, where you could set up a barbecue, where you could have team building activities and events. Um, you also might just set up a food truck or an ice cream truck at work. Uh, sometimes that's just a good break to get everyone out of the office for lunch. Um, some other venues, if say the weather's not so great, uh, you've got a museum. You could go set up in one of their event spaces. A lot of times they have extra space set aside for events. You could also do a lunch or a dinner cruise. Those are always a good time. Uh, we've got escape rooms, bowling alleys, baseball games. There's a lot of different options that you could look into for events. A few things just to keep in mind when looking for menus is how big is your group? What size space do you need? Um, what is the capacity for this space or venue that you're looking at? Um, and then just like the price per person, as well as the parking and distance that your team would need to travel to. Um, these are just a few things to keep in mind when looking for those venue options. Okay, yeah, that, that's a great helpful list there. So let's uh, start to wrap this up in a nice bow here as we're uh, thinking through our, our company picnic. And, you know, we said at the beginning, we're, we're going to do the classic BDR move of having a plan and a budget and thinking through what we want to accomplish with our, our company picnic. 
one other thing that we do at BDR is we'll we'll build an implementation plan. You know, we will have a strategic plan and then we'll have an implementation plan, which is kind of the action steps that need to be accomplished. So for a company picnic, what, what would the implementation plan look like? Our implementation plan, this is really going to be our timeline to ensure a smooth day. So we're going to think about those six A's we talked about in the beginning, and we're going to kind of start to break those down. So we're going to start getting into the nitty gritty of the details. So of course, you can definitely plan an event in as little or as much time as you want. But generally speaking, a company picnic, we're talking about a barbecue in the park. You could probably do this about two months before. So about two months before, you can go ahead and locate that venue. You can go ahead and make sure you establish that date, lock it in with your team, make sure that they're not busy. And then about a month before, we're gonna start looking at the food and beverage. You're gonna start getting your attendee counts. Um, you're going to want to ensure that if anyone has dietary restrictions, you're getting those and you're going to make sure that everyone can eat the lovely food that you're providing. We're going to start establishing those games, those prizes, and ultimately an inventory list. You want to make sure you're taking inventory of everything you need, everything that's got to be purchased. And again, this is about a month before, so that way you're not cutting it down right to the wire and you're like, oh, I wanted to play cornhole. I realized we don't actually have a cornhole game. You're tracking those items down. Um, and then you're going to start going in. So it's the day before. What needs to be done the day before? Are you preloading cars? Can you set anything up early depending on your venue? And then kind of what needs to be done the day of? Who's going to pick up the food? Who's setting up the venue? What time do you need to be there? How are we getting everyone there? So really establishing all of those key details. And then we're gonna talk about that follow-up afterwards. What kind of needs to be done after the event is over. Okay, yeah, I, I love this idea of having an implementation plan for the event. Because then if you've got a committee of people that are working on the event, then you can start assigning some of those different duties and really spreading the work. And so it's not just a lot of times I've seen where these events get one person or two people have to really bear the brunt of doing, you know, a lot of the work. And, you know, in a company where maybe you don't have dedicated event planners like we have here, that can be overwhelming. So the implementation plan can really help with the committee of people to spread the work and make it a team effort in activating this event. So I, I like that implementation plan. Got to have it. So um, now let, let's envision we've uh, delivered our company picnic. We, we created the strategic plan. We set our budget. We found our venue, built implementation plan, followed the six A's. Now uh, we've had our event. You know, besides having to clean up for after everything, what do we need to do after an event? Absolutely. So after the event, um, some of the things we always look for is feedback. Um, we want to hear how the event went, what do the team members think, is it something we want to do next year? Um, and then we also want to reflect back on our goals. Were they met? Did they? Did everything succeed and go well? What can we improve for next year? And then we also want to update our budget with the actual numbers. How close did we get to this budget? Um, did we go over? Did we go under? This will help us prepare for next year and decide where we need our budget to be. And then you want to document everything, including timeline, invoices, venue feedback, feedback from team members. 
um, and just refer back to that for next year. And lastly, as BDR always says, you want to celebrate on a job well done. Absolutely. Don't forget to celebrate. And I love the idea of making it easier for the future. So all, all this work that we put into our company picnic this year, well, let's capture that. You know, let's update the budget. You mentioned that. And it kind of makes me think of, um, for many of our listeners, that you do job costing. You know, you go do an installation and then later on you do the job costing and make sure did our uh, what we actually did match up with our estimate. You know, and the same thing in, in the events world. Did what we actually spend and what we did match up to what our vision was and what our budget was? So I think that's really important in making it easier on on the team and yourself in the future events and, and finding ways to make them better and better. Well, Allison Francis, this has been, I think, a wonderful conversation and uh, helpful for those that might be uh, planning their next company picnic. Any uh, final words of wisdom or advice that you'd want to share? And I'll, I'll go to Francis first. Just celebrate with your team. Thank you for listening and good luck on your next event. All right, Allison. Yeah, you know, in true BDR fashion, document everything, set yourself up success for so for future years. You've got everything you need to continue to plan these these company picnics with your team and get to celebrate them and yourselves and go out there, have a great event. And we look forward to hearing about it. Yeah. Yeah. Let us know here at BDR how your event went, if this was helpful to you. So uh, Francis, Allison, thank you both very much for uh, joining us. Thanks so much for having us, Matt. Yeah, it was a pleasure. And uh, hopefully we've given some great advice on how to organize a team building event. Remember the six A's, anticipation, arrival, atmosphere, appetite, activities, and amenities. I think I got them all. Thank you everyone for listening. We will catch you next time.